0: Welcome to the Catholic Spectrum. Each week I discuss topics related to Catholicism, autism, and pop culture. This week I continue my celebration of Autism Acceptance Month with a profile of Eminem. 1979, a new genre emerged when the Sugar Hill Gang took a sample of Sheik's Good Times and rapped over it, creating their first single, Rapper's Delight. Now, that was, this probably was not the first rap single, but it was the first one to gain national attention. A year later, Grandmaster Flash, Melly Mel, The Kid Creole, Keith Cowboy, Scorpio, and Raheem formed Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and recorded a song that would be in, that would still be equally important if not more the message both of these songs are legendary for their impact on the history of music itself and on the emergence of rap as a genre rap has been a genre for over 40 years and yet it is still a disrespected genre it took years for rap to finally claim the number one spot on the billboard singles chart and even then it was done by someone who was in the opinion of many at the time and to this day a complete joke vanilla ice when rap was finally acknowledged at the grammys thanks to the I mean thanks to the efforts of dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince it wasn't even done on the actual broadcast today while rap has even found its way into the rock and roll hall of fame there are still people who won't even acknowledge that it's music now, I happen to enjoy a wide variety of genres, and this includes rap. When I was growing up, Run DMC and BC Boys were amongst some of my favorite rappers. Then in the 90s, then along came 2 Live Crew, and they decided, and they took rap down a more raunchy and controversial road, which in turn resulted in the parental advisory stickers, which are still being used to this day we still see on streaming services a way to limit what you're listening to which is similar to the way the advisory sticker is done i mean was done back in the 80s then in 1991 nwa came straight out of Compton with their debut album and the and gangster rap emerged This was the genre that gave birth to Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, Ice-T, Snoop Dogg, Tupac Shakur, and other artists who have continued to innovate rap, that innovated rap throughout the 90s. This was the environment that inspired Eminem. Eminem, whose real name is Marshall Mathers, was born in St. Joseph, Missouri. If you've ever seen the movie 8 Mile, you've kind of seen his life story before he became famous. In fact, that's the only thing that's different to, that's really except for the change to the except for the fact that the names were changed. That's really the only difference between the movie and Eminem's life. His family moved between Missouri, between both Missouri and Detroit. In fact, his parents were both in a band called Daddy Warbucks. And they moved back and forth between Detroit and Missouri. In fact, the name of the movie, 8 Mile, comes from where he lived. The movie was actually filmed in Detroit. I'm only bringing up the movie because this is kind of the situation that we got with back in the 80s with Purple Rain. That movie was also somewhat based on Prince's life. So the same thing happened with Eminem. The movie's name comes from Eight Mile Road, the street that divides both white and black communities in the city. This was something that the movie showed us, the by showing by by being filmed in Detroit. In fact, the only thing that was different about it is the place where Eminem would do his rap battles. That was the warehouse that they used. That was actually not the place that was that it was in real life. Um, they chose that particular place because it looked more underground, and more seedy. Eminem lived right on that border, and he was largely influenced by the many great rappers of the past, KRS-One, Tupac, and the Beastie Boys, people are considered legends of their genre. Eminem participated in rap battles, where the participants must battle each other not with fists, but with wits and words. Typically, these are improvised, as you saw in the movie. That was how he began. Eventually, he was discovered by Dr. Dre. He he released an album before his discovery that didn't really do all that well, but Dr. Dre saw the promise, and that promise led to the Slim Shady LP. And Eminem was different from. I mean, now there have been white rappers that before Eminem came onto the scene. The Beastie Boys started out as. I mean, started out in the early days of rap. And then you had the two jokes, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and Vanilla Ice. Marky Mark, to this to his credit, has managed to reinvent himself as an actor, whereas Vanilla Ice continues to be a joke to this day. You also had Third Base, who I, to this day, will tell you, is a very underrated rap group. And if you want to... And I suggest that you look them up on YouTube. But Eminem, but Eminem was actually someone who took rap seriously and did not use, see it as a way of mocking the genre. He did it to become his own thing. And he used what he learned from his influences to create his own path. Eminem has a unique style to his rapping. Beginning with his second album, he created the persona of Slim Shady, a comically violent character who mockingly makes outlandish lies about not being a role model. This is done as a, as a way of mocking the idea that we that we tend to see celebrities as role models. That we take that we look to them and we see them as people that we want to be. Eminem takes that and twists I mean, as Slim Shady. Twist that and makes us realize that maybe we shouldn't be looking to our favorite musicians as people that we should admire. He's not shied away from politics either. He's mocked Donald, he mocked Donald Trump throughout Donald Trump's presidency and on his song Darkness he came out in favor of gun control. How was he how did the right take to him? They criticized him and Ann Coulter attacked him in their columns for his explicit lyrics, which is kind of which is sort of a thing that's done in rap music. But you see, the thing about Ann Coulter to me, I think she's a bit of a hypocrite because she was the same person who told us that we should all vote for Trump. The raunchy lyrics are really a staple of rap music. I mean, not yes, it's true that not all rappers do raunchy music. KRS-One released a new album this year, and he didn't hurt, and he still has his same positive attitude, but he's also still um, showing us that rap is, in the words of Chuck D., a public enemy, sort of the black version of CNN. That's how Chuck D saw himself in the in the movie that in that was done about N.W.A. Ice Cube told a journalist that he doesn't see himself any different from the journalist. That he sees himself also as a bit of a journalist, telling the world what it's like for him as a black man. Rap is really just is really not just a raunchy old raunchy genre about being a thug. It's also a genre that. Tries to shed a light on the oppressed, on the oppression and the dangers of living in America. So, how is I mean? So, what about autism in Eminem? How do we know that Eminem is autistic? Eminem has actually talked about his autism in, some, in a couple of his songs. Legacy has this line in it. Why am I so differently wired? What kind of twist experiment am I involved in because I don't belong in this world? Why am I so differently wired? Am I nogging? Because sporadic as my thoughts come is mind-boggling. Because I obsess on everything and my mind is small shit. In another song Wicked Ways, he says ever heard of Aspergers? It's a rare condition. It's where you're suffering from when you simply don't care if it's an 80 degree day and there's no freaking air conditioning. To me, I think that Eminem's autism helps him in helps him to see the world in a unique way, a way that he probably wouldn't have if he wasn't autistic. When I watched the movie Eight Mile, I kind of saw some telltale signs in his character. In the way he—he didn't really have, he didn't really make eye contact with his, with the people that he was who were challenging him, and he sometimes slipped up. The first time he challenges Proof, he doesn't—he chokes. He can't even open his mouth, and that, of course, leads to the song Lose Yourself. A little thing you should know about that song, Lose Yourself, he actually had not written it before the movie was made. They wanted to use the movie, they wanted to use the song in the movie, but he hadn't even written it yet. And he wrote it the whole time while he was making the movie. It wasn't until the very end of the the wrap-up of the movie that he actually finished the song. To this day, that song is... Probably one of the most inspirational songs ever. It's it's my favorite Eminem song. And And the fact that he wrote that song totally on the fly and didn't even give himself a chance to, and only gave himself chances between takes to do the song, that to me just shows his creativity. The reason I talk about these people, about these people who are autistic, is I want to combat what Autism Speaks tells you about autistic people. They only look at the negative side of being autistic. I'll admit I do have problems with being autistic. It, I don't. There are times when the way my brain is wired does come. At, I mean, does cause problems with my friends and my family. But I would rather be the person I am than be anything else. That's why I try to that's why I tell you people about people like Eminem, about people like David Byrne, about people like Dan Ackroyd, because I'm tired of the notion that disabled people like myself are suffering. When you're diagnosed with autism, it's not a death sentence. It's an opportunity to show the world that you can. Use your talents and become a success. That's it for this episode. Next week, I'm thinking of closing out by discussing someone who discovered in his I mean discovered way late in life that he was autistic, Sir Anthony Hopkins. If you want to subscribe to my podcast, you can find it and past episodes on Spotify, Google, Podcast Addict, and Apple. If you want to contact me and follow me on Facebook, I'm back on. So you can look up my real name, Jason Thayer. My email address is RadicalEdwardJWT at gmail.com. I'm still on wrong planet, wrong planet as my real name. My Discord handle is radicaledward. Hashtag 7597, that's capital R, radical, space, capital E, Edward, so spelled out R-A-D-I-C-A-L, space, capital E, D-W-A-R-D, and then the hashtag 7597. And remember, normal is just the setting on the washing machine, we don't get to be normal. See you around.